Jody Viano, and this is A Cup of Joe. As a 50-something, multi-passionate woman, mom, author, and professional psychic, I have a lot to say about a lot of things. I may not have all the answers, or even half of the answers, but I can offer a perspective and maybe some insight that will help you along your way, or at the very least, entertain you. Hi friends, welcome back to A Cup of Joe. Uh, I'm Jody, of course. I'm the Joe in A Cup of Joe. I'm trying something new today. If you're listening as a podcast, then you won't know this, but I mean, you'll know once I tell you. I am also recording video of this podcast to see how I like that. I, I personally, I really like watching YouTube videos while I'm doing my makeup or just having it on in the background, whatever. Sometimes it's nice just to have a visual with the audio. And so I thought I would give it a try. We'll see how it goes. My kitten that I was given by my daughter Listen, she's at that stage where she's just got to be into everything and you never know when the zoomies are going to strike. So let's pray to all the gods and goddesses that we can make it through this without her zooming across my face. Um, How are you? How are you? Thank you so much for your kind words about my introduction and my announcement of this podcast. That really means a lot to me. Um, I'm feeling right now kind of like I'm full of a little P and V, a little piss and vinegar. Um, I am stepping out of my comfort zone this week in a big way, and I'm feeling pretty proud of myself. Yesterday, I had my first ever therapy session. Dun, dun, dun. Um, I was nervous, of course. I didn't know what to expect. I think a lot of people, maybe in my generation, Gen Xers, we have, I think we have a preconceived notion of what therapy looks like. You know, the old laying on the couch and you know, tell me about your childhood type thing. And it was nothing like that. Uh, Admittedly, we did dive right into the deep end. Um, It was two hours of me sobbing, but it was good. It was good. I, I admire people who, who have been doing this work, you know, going to therapy and getting their hands dirty and really digging into the whys and wherefores of themselves. And I'm excited to see where that takes me. And so that was yesterday. And today I went to my first exercise class that I have gone to in, oh my gosh, years. This one is through the cancer 
society. For those that don't know, I had breast cancer earlier this year. And uh, honestly, every and any free resource that I can get as a result of this, sign me up. And this exercise program is one of those things. And I was nervous because it's out of my comfort zone. It was in a place that I had never been to before. So that always throws me off a little bit with people I've never met before. So another anxiety inducing factor. Today was, like I said, the first day. So they did our fitness assessment and I'm not even going to get into that. Um, but it was good. I, I'm really proud of myself for, for stepping out and for doing that and doing that for myself. And so I'm, I'm feeling pretty proud of myself. I'm, like I said, I'm feeling pretty, pretty spunky, pretty full of P and V. So that's where I'm at this week. I hope everything is going well with all of you. Um, we are now, Mercury is now stationed direct. So we're, we're all always relieved to hear about that. And there's a meme that goes around that says, you know, Mercury is direct. So now everything is our own fault again. And that's so, I mean, it's so true. Everyone likes to kind of freak out and Mercury retrograde is everyone's favorite scapegoat, right? But now he's back um, direct. And so everything's our fault again. Uh, and what else happened? We had the new moon. Big things. I hope you all set some good intentions for yourself. If you didn't, that's okay too. Whatever blows your skirt up. And I think that's about all. This coming weekend in the Northern Hemisphere, we have the fall equinox. In the Southern, oh my gosh, in the Southern Hemisphere, it is the spring equinox. So that's when we have equal parts, night and day. On the wheel of the year, this is the Sabbath known as Mabon. Um, there's a lot of excellent. I don't, I'm not an expert in that at all, but there is a lot of good information you can find online about that. It's a celebration of harvest and of the beginning of fall and everything that we traditionally associate with that. So hay rides and apple cider and pumpkin spice and all those fun things. So again, if that's your jam, Maybe you want to decorate your porch this weekend or your altar, or maybe you want to do some fall baking or make some cozy soups, whatever. Maybe you don't want to do any of that stuff and that's totally fine. Do whatever is available to you and whatever you feel called to do because that's how I roll. That's my approach to witchiness and spirituality. Oh my gosh, I apparently I can't talk today. So this should be a fun episode. Today I wanted to talk about in my intro, I refer to myself as a multi-passionate person. And 
there might be some of you or a lot of you who don't know what that is. What the hell does that mean? What the hell is a multi-passionate person? That is not a person with many lovers. Let's get that right out of the way. I wish. No, just kidding. Um, A multi-passionate person, they're also referred to as multi-potentialites, multifaceted. Um, A multi-passionate person is someone who is a learn it all. You know, we want to, we love learning new things. We love learning new skills. Um, you know, learning new jobs, learning new careers, having multiple businesses, multiple creative outlets. That's generally a good explanation of what a multi-passionate person is. And it's interesting, I've been this way my whole life, and our society in general encourages the linear path, the linear thinkers. You know, we demand to know what what you want to be when you grow up, you know, by the, as soon as you can talk, that's how many times are we asking that or being asked that? What do you want to do? What do you want to be? And our society really encourages and stresses that linear path. You know, you got to have one singular focus and work towards that. Don't deviate from it. But that doesn't work for all of us. You know, the thought of that for me personally, like, first of all, I don't think I would be able to come up with one thing. If someone were to challenge me and say, okay, what do you want to be? I really couldn't, even now at 52 years old, I couldn't name just one thing. It would be this and this and this and this, and oh, I wouldn't mind learning this. And, you know, so for for those of us who are multi-passionate people, there isn't just one thing. Like, why would we want to limit ourselves to just one thing when there's so much out there to learn and to discover? And I'll use myself as an example. Those of us who are like that can often be looked upon as flighty or flaky and, you know, can't focus or can't hold a job down, you know, that type of thing. But that's not the case at all. In fact, it's it's quite the opposite. When we, i.e. me, whenever I would have a new job, my whole life, I would completely throw myself into that job 100%. And I would want to learn every aspect of that job. And then I would, you know, go as far as I, as I either could or as I wanted to within that job, within that space. And then it would be like, okay, I'm good. On to the next. Because I love learning new things. And it's not a matter of not being able to hold down a job. 
It's a matter of curiosity and challenging ourselves and feeling like, okay, I'm good. I have fulfilled the need that this space, that this job has provided for me. Now I'm ready to learn something new. And society, it's getting better now, but for a long time, society just didn't understand that way of thinking. They certainly didn't encourage it. And, you know, a lot of, a lot of us are, are raised, you know, and even throughout our schooling, you know, we're, we're bombarded with the idea that we are defined by our career path, by that linear goal, you know, oh, you're a baker, you're a doctor, you're a whatever. And that's not a bad thing. But when, when you, when you just don't think in terms of that, you know, well, I'm, I'm, yes, I'm all those things and more, you know? Anyways, that's a really, that's the, the long description of multi-passionate. And I feel like multi-passionate people were, we're having a moment right now and it's exciting. I've noticed a lot of my clients, you know, a lot of them are, are multi-passionate, but they've either not given themselves permission to explore that or, you know, not had permission, air quote, permission from society to explore that. But now, you know, they're starting to feel restless. They're starting to feel like, God, like, I'm not fulfilled. There's got to be more out there, you know. And I'm noticing a lot of my clients, you know, have been in one certain career field for 10, 20 or more years. And now all of a sudden it's like, yeah, I don't think I want to do this anymore. And it's, it's kind of exciting. And so, you know, a lot of them come to me, I would say, I guess for permission, for permission for, for them to explore that. And they don't need my permission. What it is, is a confirmation to them that, yeah, you, you are allowed to pursue other things. You don't have to be, you know, one note Charlie throughout your life. You can learn a whole symphony. And so multi-passionate people, you know, we're having a moment and I like it. I love that I'm here for it. That's not to say that there's anything wrong with those linear focused people. Our world, our collective needs both. We need those who are linear in their, in their focus 
And we need those who are multi-passionate, you know, those that take the straight path and then those that take the scenic route. We need both. Both bring incredible value to the table. Both are able to relate to people on different levels and in different capacities. And that's what makes the world I was going to say go round, but that's so cliche. I feel like that's what makes the world less lonely, less cold, less isolating. You know, when for me, for example, because I've, I've done so many different jobs and I've had so many different businesses and I've learned so many different things. That allows me to be able to share a broader base of knowledge, you know, maybe a little bit about a lot of things, whereas someone who is specialized in their chosen path knows a lot about a more concentrated area of things. And both are so important and so valuable. And we're the, when it comes to relating to and connecting with people, both are valuable. You know, I can talk to someone who's, for example, looking to change, change boats midstream. I get it. I totally understand that. So I can relate to them. But someone who's had their whole, you know, their life mapped out since they were little and have not deviated from that path, I admire that, but I can't really relate to that. But someone else who's also done that can relate to them. And so, you know, we need that balance. We need those two groups to draw from for compassion and empathy and relating. And so it's kind of it's kind of exciting. Uh, I'm just checking my notes here um, about being multi-passionate. A lot of a lot of people are afraid to explore their multi-passionate sides because of the preconceived notion of, oh, I guess that, you know, people are going to think I'm a quitter or what have you. And I understand that completely. And I think it's important if this is you, sorry, I need a little sip of my Starbies. If this is you and you're at that point in your life and you are feeling like, you know what, I just I don't want to be what I've been anymore. I I want to learn something new, something completely different. If that is you and you're listening to this, you're not alone. And you are allowed to explore other options. I don't think you're crazy for stepping away from one thing to go explore something else. And another 
thing that I hear a lot in working with my clients and speaking with people who are on this path. A lot of people, if, if say someone, for example, I have a client who has been a nurse for many, many years, 20 years. And she says, you know, it, I just don't think it's for me anymore. She said, I don't even know if it ever was. And it came through from spirit. (laughs) It's a funny story, but I said to her, I feel like you're supposed to be doing something with death. And she said, yes. She said, I want to be certified to be a funeral director. I want to learn how to embalm and, and handle, uh, people after they've passed on. And she said, you know, people think I'm crazy. Like first thing, the first thing out of so many people's mouths, when you tell them that you want to change your path is like, oh, but that's a lot of money. I mean, you're making good money. And yes, and especially nowadays, that's so important and so valuable, but at what cost? You know, when do we, when do we stop favoring a good paycheck, (coughs) excuse me, over fulfillment and joy and curiosity? And that was this, this person's thing, you know, like people think I'm crazy, you know, leaving a good job for something where I'm going to have to start at the bottom. But she said, you know, but that's just what I want. I've always wanted to learn that. And that's what she's doing. She, she got a a job part-time at a funeral home and she's still nursing for the time being. And she's taking her certification. And when she's all done that, she's going to go all in. And like she said, you know, it was scary to make that decision, but she knows that it's the best decision for her. So like I said, you know, we're multi-passionate people and learn-it-alls are having a moment. And there's a reason for that. I think it's time for us to broaden our knowledge base and to honor that curiosity within us. And so if if that is you and you're listening to this, you know, like I said, you're not alone. And take this as your sign to yes, give yourself permission to do this. Give yourself the grace and the space to explore something new. You'll not everyone around you will understand, but that's okay. They don't have to. This is your life and you want to make it as fulfilling as you possibly can. We only get one shot at being in this life. Don't even get me started on this cuz you know, we all we all know for me, those who know me, I shouldn't say we all know, but those who know me, you know, I do past life readings as well. So we have multiple lives, but we only get one opportunity at this current life. 
So live it the best that you can. And like I said, if, if your path is linear, good on you. I, I applaud you and I respect you. I don't understand you, but that's okay. It's not my job to understand you. And also thank you because we need you. So I wanted to talk about that this episode. I wanted to address what being multi-passionate is as well as to give a, a, a blanket uh, blessing, I guess, to those who need it to go explore what they feel called to, to learn something new, to start a new business. We live in an amazing time where we can start and run an entire business off a little rectangular device that we hold in our hand. I mean, come on, that's amazing. So if you feel called to do that, then yes, do that. You never know. You never know. And now's as as good a time historically than ever. So I, I hope... I hope that resonates with those of you who need to hear this. And that's all I have to say about that. Um, I hope that resonated. It's, it's something that's always been very near and dear to my heart. And I love that we're coming out of the shadows and we're owning our little zigzag space. I love that for us. Don't hesitate to email me with your feedback. You know, if this is you, if you are a multi-passionate person, you know, let me know how you feel about this. Is Are you having a moment now or have you always embraced that part of you? Or do you notice a change in the people around you who are coming out and saying, yeah, like I, I need a change. I really love to hear from you all, whether it's on Instagram or in my email. It it just brings me such joy. So please, I welcome your feedback. I welcome your questions, your suggestions for topics. And also, October's coming fast. And I want to do a couple of fun episodes in October that talk about, you know, ghost stories and unexplained things and, you know, creepy things. So tell me, email me a cup of Joe podcast at outlook.com and let me know your personal ghost stories or your unexplained instances. If you want, I'll keep it anonymous. If I share it on my podcast, just let me know in the email but let me let me hear them. I, I'm so curious, and I think that would be a lot of fun to be able to share a bunch of different stories. I have a few of my own that I plan on sharing. Everyone likes to hear ghost stories, right? Everyone likes to hear, you know, creepy, unexplained things. 
So yes, please, please, please email me, share yours with me. And also, if you're watching this on YouTube, let me know in the comments, what do you think about this? I'm very, this is going to be, this is trial and error, you guys. I'm, I'm just figuring it out as I go along. So let's, you know, I welcome your, your help for me to figure this out. I'm just sitting at my dining room table, literally. I don't even have makeup on today. I just thought, well, what the hell, let's do it. So leave the comments down below. Do you like this? Do you, would you rather not? Do you just want to see a picture on the screen? Or you know what? I'm just going to listen to the podcast. Thanks anyways. Please subscribe. Hit that like button. Send your comments. You can follow me on Instagram at spiritualcoffee.ca. My website for booking personal readings, spiritualcoffee.ca. Thank you for being here. Thank you for listening. I'm so grateful for all of you. And I'll see you next time. Thanks for listening. Be sure to check out my website at spiritualcoffee.ca. And you can also find me on Instagram and Facebook. To send me questions or topics you'd like me to feature, email me at a cup of joe podcast at outlook.com.